Zach, Plaquemire State Farm Insurance Agency is here to help with car insurance, commercial auto insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, life insurance, and more. Their office opened in 2016 to serve customers in Florissant and St. Charles, as well as surrounding St. Louis County with all their insurance and financial service needs. Zach is a State Farm Chairman Circle agent, which represents the top 3% of agents across the nation. Contact them today by calling 314-921-7900 to see how they can help you and your family. You're listening to Pioneer Pulse, a Duchenne High School podcast production. All right. Well, good morning, Pioneer Nation. Welcome to the, I believe this is the second broadcast of our Pioneer Pulse podcast, and we're really excited to get this up and running. Um, My name is Debbie Turner. I am currently the assistant principal of student life here at Duchenne. Um, I'm also an alum, graduated back in, way back in 1996. So, um, I am looking forward to to getting this program kind of off the ground, and I'm excited about our guest today, um, our new board president. Um, she's going to talk to us today a little bit about what the role of the of the the board is and how it's going to impact um, Duchenne in the future. Um, but we've got Teresa Ruzika here with us today, so I'm really excited to have you. So welcome, Teresa. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so can you tell us just a little bit of background about you? So, you know, Pioneer Nation kind of knows who you are. And a lot of people know who you are already. Um, but for those that maybe don't, can you tell us a little bit about you? Sure. Uh, so I graduated in 1978. Hard to believe it's been that long. Um, I am one of eight in my family, uh, as far as siblings who attended Duchenne. Um, we didn't live too far from here. So uh, there were times I walked to school and more often walked home. Mm-hmm. Um, but just found Duchenne to be such a great family. And so in addition to my seven siblings who went to Duchenne, I also had some nieces and nephews who went. And so uh, have stayed connected to the school and just always felt that it was a great foundation uh, for me and for our family. Um, So glad to be here. Great. Well, we're happy to have you. And I should say that my maiden name is Lynch. Yes, there are. The Lynch Lynch mob is out there. We know that. (laughs) We know that crew for sure. Um, well, tell us a little bit about, you know, there's been a lot of questions um, in the in the community about how we are transitioning to this new sort of structure um, at our school. So can you kind of tell us a little bit about how this came about and what the what the role of the board will be moving into, um, you know, the next school year? Sure. Thank you. So um, similar to parishes and I would say other schools and ministries in the archdiocese, all things new was a big question mark. So we didn't know what direction things were going to take, but Duchenne got the word that we were safe, that we were going to continue, that um, there was a future for Duchenne, which was truly exciting. I think all of us who've been involved over the years knew that there was something special about Duchenne and wanted to see uh, things continue. So as of July 1st, uh, the Archdiocese made some changes, uh, not only with Duchenne, but all of the Catholic Archdiocesan High Schools. So as of July 1st, uh, instead of all these high schools being part of one legal entity, Mm -hmm. I think it was called the Catholic um, High School Association, they are all now separate legal entities, so separate 501c3 organizations. So this is each of the high schools. Each of the high schools. Independently to Duchenne. It's each of the Each of the Archdiocesan high schools are now independent uh, legal entities. And all that paperwork was filed by the archdiocese. So with that change, uh, they formed 
governing boards for each of the high schools. I should not say they, I should say each high school formed their own governing board. So Susan Noonan and conferring with some others, um, identified people that she thought would be good for this board as we started out. Um, the change in the governing structure also gives these boards limited jurisdiction when it comes to various facets of the operation and the oversight of Duchenne. So, for instance, now we have more local control sure. and authority and, frankly, responsibility um, for what happens here at Duchenne uh, when it comes to uh, the finances when it comes to the uh, development fundraising, uh, when it comes to uh, the general oversight. Um, I will also add, um, Susan reports to the board directly instead Mm -hmm. of to the archdiocese directly. Now, there still is a relationship, right? Sure. There is a transition period. Um, But I view this as a new beginning, uh, if you will, for for Duchenne. And uh, so now we have 10 people on the board, um, but we are making our way through, um, as all boards do, to have the policies and procedures in place for us to govern. Great. Well, I mean, this is, this is exciting. This is, this is great. This is actually like great news. So it's, correct me if I'm wrong here, it's our infrastructure, and now we are basically operating, you know, we're, we're in-house, we're operating in-house, and we're no longer having to, you know, check in or, or, or run things through the archdiocese that pertain to right here in now? Well, there are, uh, the as the bylaws read, it's limited, if you will, uh, okay. jurisdiction. So there are still some things that the archdiocese uh, has responsibility for or has a part to play. Sure. Um, we still do get some financial support from the archdiocese during this transition period, and we are truly appreciative Absolutely. of that. And they have been very supportive, Um during the last six months as we have gotten this off the ground. Right. So we've leaned on them and um, they have provided some further insight and guidance for us. Um, they still own the property, if right. you will. So there are some aspects um, of this operation that we still need to be in concert and coordination and certainly communication with the archdiocese. Sure. So for instance, Todd Sweda, who is the superintendent right. of secondary education mm-hmm. for the archdiocese, sits on the Duchenne board in an ex officio capacity, oh, okay. meaning that because he is the superintendent sense. of um, the secondary education in the archdiocese, he is sitting on the board of Duchenne. Now, he probably does that for all the other high schools, too, I sure. assume, <laughs> as we get this uh, off the ground. So he goes to a lot of meetings. But uh, I would say that he's been very supportive sure. uh, of this and helping us you know, as I said, weave our way through as sure. we get up Making and running. This transition, great. Um, you mentioned a lot of responsibilities in terms of the board. What can you speak on that a little bit more? Like, what types of responsibilities? What are the things that the that you would expect to be brought to you as uh, as the board president? Oh, okay. So, um, as I said, we have ten people on the board. As a board, we've decided anyway initially that we would meet every other month. So we do meet every other month. In those off months. Uh, our committees should be meeting, our board committees. So we have a finance committee. We have a governance committee. We have an advancement and marketing committee. Uh, this is all I, within the board. Right, within oh, okay. the board. Fantastic. Yes. So we have those committees meeting. And so that's sort of, if you will, where the heavy lifting is. Of course. Um, for P3 
people to be um, talking about details around advancement and marketing, okay. around um, the governance, around looking at the financial statements uh, as well. Sure. Catholic Identity is the fourth committee. Uh, of course, we know that Duchenne is a Catholic high school, and we want to maintain and grow um the faith here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are shaping leaders here at Duchenne Absolutely. with our students. And we know not all of our students are Catholic, but they certainly need to understand our Catholic identity, what we believe and why we believe it. And frankly, hopefully create that individual personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It carries me every day. God helps me every day. And I want Absolutely. that for our students as well. So I'm hoping that we can uh, grow excitement around that. And I know that that committee is very uh, passionate about that work and making sure that we have the services and the uh, the knowledge here and the uh, excitement as well in, in the leadership to take that forward and help our students. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, we, we mentioned some of the different um, committees that are within the board they kind of align with the strategic planning committee. So I'm kind of going to kind of segue into um, the excitement around our strategic plan, which is really, really something that I'm, I'm looking forward to, to delving into more. Um, the different domains within our strategic plan. Now, is that something that, I mean, I know we're having listening sessions and everybody's coming in to hear all the new and exciting things that are happening that have come from the strategic plan. I guess as the, as the, board president, are you, of course, you're excited about the strategic plan. I guess, are you satisfied with how it, it the process went or unfolded, I guess? So um, again, it, with a new beginning, as of July 1st, it just made sense that there would be sure. strategic planning that would take place as well. So that's an area where the archdiocese has been supportive in helping to identify a consulting firm that has come in and helped uh, facilitate that process for us. So that started last summer and uh, they came in and uh, laid out what the process would be, worked with school leadership to identify uh, two co-chairs of that strategic planning planning process. Um, so those two people were not on the board. They were separate from the board, but, okay. uh, Russ Cleaver and Nick Brockmeyer. Right. So uh, they have worked with a consulting firm and Susan to carry us through that process. There has been so much involvement by so many people, especially with the uh, listening session that we had back at the end of August and also in December with uh, goal setting. Uh, there have been surveys. There have been other um, discussions had that bring us to the point of identifying priorities for the various domains that um, were listed. So similar to the four committees of the board, um, there are also domains around student life, around admissions and recruiting. Um, So we have all of those um, as well to consider as far as the strategic plan. Um, So I was at both of those sessions at the end of August and Mm -hmm. also in December, and a lot of very interesting perspectives and ideas. Absolutely. And so that's what we need. That's the beauty of it and the richness is to think of things from different avenues and having different people um, involved has made it a a better and stronger process. So now we are at the point of rolling out uh, what was decided, well, I shouldn't say decided, what was um, 
summarized from the session in December and uh, bring that to uh, key stakeholders here this month and then also um, see if it meets with people's expectations or if there's any other ideas or things we've missed um, or anything that needs to be tweaked a little bit. And then we will uh, bring that to the board for the board to approve the final strategic plan. Wonderful. And the, the you know, the, the information that uh, she's talking about, we, you can come and you can hear all of that. We're actually having a listening session again on January 18th. Um, that's going to run from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. in our Performing Arts Center. Um, it originally was scheduled for earlier this week, and Mother Nature wreaked a little bit of havoc on us. Um, so we postponed it. But, um, you know... Teresa has been going in a, a little bit of detail, but I can tell you that I was in a lot of those um, discussions. And I mean, that's just a, a you know, droplet of what um, is going on around here and, and the excitement that is generated around the strategic plan. So I, I would invite you, um, if you haven't already, please come and, and listen to what's going on, because I, I can promise you that it will be shocking to you with, with just how much incredible... Um, just incredible things that are happening um, at Duchenne. And I say that with much sincerity because I, of course, everybody knows that I am very pro Duchenne and I'm going to, you know, cheer for the blue and white no matter what. But this is legitimately very, a very exciting time. So I would add, there were so many ideas that came, it was incredible. That came up. Most people probably wouldn't think of. And uh, so that's, again, where there's so much value in having more people involved in the process. And uh, I guess there were probably, what, close to 50 people there in December. easily. And so as each of those domain groups uh, broke out and had their own discussion, and then we came back as a larger group and had the the reports from each of those domains, it was amazing. It really really amazing to hear um, the various suggestions and recommendations. And we know not all of this can be tackled at once. I mean, this is a plan that's going to happen over three to five years, but just the incredible amount of enthusiasm um, was heartwarming to see how much people care about the future. They genuinely care. And and it's people that, you know, their kids are long time graduated and, and, you know, they've been removed from Duchenne for years, some, some decades and they're coming back because it was such a special place to them or to their family. And so that was that was incredibly heartwarming for me to see just kind of the ties and to hear, you know, their ideas, but also to kind of hear their stories about why they care so much about Duchenne. That, I walked away from that day just feeling completely excited and, and positive and just very thrilled with, with our community. So um, – one of my favorite things, I, I will say this, was in one of the sessions that I sat in, and, and I was just kind of a fly on the wall. I didn't really interject a whole lot. Um, but someone had a suggestion, and a, a person said, well, we've never done it like that before. And everybody kind of looked at each other, and we were like, oh, well, let's try it. Like, why wouldn't that work? So it's it's those types of things where we're thinking outside of the box, and well, why not? Why not at Duchenne? Why can't we do that at Duchenne? So it's, it's really exciting, and I hope people... People can jump on board and come and just hear what's going on and, and you know, it, give back and come back and reconnect with our community because it really is a great time to do that. So. When I say different perspectives, I really mean different perspectives. So, for instance, at that session in August, uh, 
yes, there were board members there, but there were parents, there were former parents, there were current students, there were students who graduated maybe in the last five or 10 years, there were students who graduated longer ago right. than that. Right. So it really did have a lot of different perspective. And, you know, that Catholic Identity commun- um, Committee, they spoke with local priests, they tried to reach into those parishes and find out more into the local grade schools, elementary schools, right. because they help provide, obviously, the students who Absolutely. come to Duchenne. And we want those folks to hear about what's happening at Duchenne Absolutely. because they're the future of Duchenne, right? Absolutely. These elementary and uh, middle school students, they're the future. Yep. So we want them to come here to Duchenne and see what it holds Absolutely. for them in, in their future. Absolutely. My first grader yesterday on the way home from school told me, Mom, uh, Jaden said he's going to come to Duchenne. And I said, well, well, good. Can you keep asking him that for the next eight years until he comes and, and gets here? But it was it was funny. They're they're already talking about it. It's it's wonderful. There's excitement around, wonderful. around it. And we know that it's not just here in St. Charles or St. Charles County. We know we have students coming from St. Louis County Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. So, you know, Duchenne is a family. I'll go back to that. I said that earlier. And, you know, it means so much when people love and care about each other. Absolutely. And I know that our family felt that especially because we had a brother who passed away 10 years after he went to Duchenne. And my sister was here at the time and as a student and the love and support our family received was amazing. And so we are so appreciative. And I think that's part of why we want to give back and we want to be part of a community like that. And I think that's what most people want. The irony of this is, I had a very similar situation and I lost my parents and my brother and turned to my family at Duchenne. And that is exactly why I have that tie. And it is, they were there for me in the darkest of hours. And that is a special thing. And so that is why I will always, always, um, you know, support Duchenne and and the community that is Duchenne. It's, it is a special place and you can't, you can't, if you could bottle it up and sell it, we'd all be retired. But, um, you can't, so it's it's very special. So, Hollander Legal has been committed to providing exceptional legal assistance and protection to families and businesses in the St. Charles community since 2019. Their specialized focus in estate planning, probate, and elder law ensures exceptional care and expertise in managing assets, wills, trusts, and legal matters for you. Call 636-442-4670 or visit hollanderlegal.com and ensure that your loved ones are protected. Hollander Legal, your trusted estate planning and probate legal team. I would like to invite, as Debbie said, people to be involved in Duchenne. So while we have 10 people on the board now, uh, you know, we're identifying those terms because our bylaws indicate terms for board members. So invite people to... Um, put their name forward if they'd like to be involved in the board. Mm -hmm. And it's not just those 10 people. We have people who are not official board members on the committee. So we have committee members um, because we don't have enough people uh, on the board to do all the work of of four committees. So um, that's why we're asking people, if you have any interest in being more involved in a different way, please join us, be on a committee and help us. And um, being on a committee helps you get more acquainted with the work of the board. And then you might want to be a board member in the future. Uh, so there's various ways for people to plug in and get involved here in Duchenne going forward. Great, great. How would they go about 
contacting somebody if they're interested in that? Would we? They can uh, let Susan Noonan, uh, okay. the president of Duchenne, okay. know. Okay. Um, they can contact me. Um, but uh, or if you know people who are on the board, you know, you can sure. you can ask them contact as well. Them. Or, you know, Becky in the uh, advancement office, Becky or Nancy, any of them will right. be able to put you in touch with um what we're doing at, the, at right. the board level. And if you're around school, if you're at a game or a performance or something like that, our board members are visible. They're, they're at a lot of our events. So if you see one and you want to talk to them or just ask them about, you know, I don't know, what's this about? Is this something you think I would like? Feel free to approach them. They'd be happy to, to fill you in on, you know, what, what it's like being a part of the, the board and what it's like being a part of the committees and if it's something that could work for you. So it's a great way to get involved and create those relationships. Absolutely. Duchenne is celebrating a hundred years, a hundred years. We've been here. We want to be here another hundred years. Absolutely. So it's an exciting time to, to get involved and help shape that future going forward. Yes. I would also add that as board members, it's not just about attending the board meetings. As Debbie said, we also attend the events and try to be very supportive here. The board members need to be and are ambassadors. We're supporters. We're cheerleaders uh, for Duchenne. And so every time I pick up a Duchenne Leaves, I'm always amazed at all the activities going on here. It's incredible. And so I would say when you get that uh, publication in the mail or even go online, look and see all that's happening here. Right. It's hard not to be excited uh, and enthused about the the future going forward. Um, we have great students here at Duchenne. Going back to that session the end of August when I sat around a table with some uh, current students and again, I've been gone for a long time here. It was just so wonderful to have a conversation with them about some of their classes and some of their activities. I didn't know that Duchenne had a swim team. I didn't know mm-hmm. some of the other activities sure that were going on here. Absolutely. And it was so fun to hear them talk about all that they have. And I think and they that, have ideas too. Yeah. They have and the ideas. house system that has been developed oh here yes. where students from all grade levels are in a house together. How wonderful for those seniors to help mentor and coach and support the freshmen. It is. I think that is fabulous. So fabulous. It's so, so tremendous for their growth. And, and, and you see it every day almost in the lunchroom or even just walking down the halls. It's a comfort. Um, you know, it's not the, I'm a freshman, I'm going to like scour away from the older upperclassmen. It's a, oh, can you, where's my what lunch am I going to today? Or where's this teacher? Or how do I, you know, how do I, I have to go to the dentist on Tuesday. What do I do? Those types of things. And it's kind of like a, you know, take them under your wing and show them how to be a Duchenne pioneer. And it is just really special. That is special. Yep. Really special. It is. is. Um, Well, Teresa, thank you so much for being with us here today. Um, I know you're a busy lady, so I appreciate you taking the time to come in and talk to us and talk to Pioneer Nation and kind of give them a better understanding of what's going on around here um, and all the exciting things that are happening. So I really appreciate you being here today. No, thank you. It's my pleasure to be here today and my pleasure to, to serve on the board. And as I've said before, and I know Susan says this, it's a great day to be a pioneer. It is. It is. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners on the Pioneer Pulse. Um, As they say, I have a face for radio, so hopefully I'll be back here to do this again someday. Um, But have a great day. It's a great day to be a pioneer.